1: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW room void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Hey there! Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Podcast. I'm your host JB, and I got a guest, and this is going to be a uh, well, this is going to be a pretty fun episode. But before I go ahead and introduce the guest this week, I want to say first off, thank you to everybody who's been donating to the Kickstarter for Tales of Shock and Terror. I mean, it's realistically going so great. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better run for my first ever uh, crowdfunding experience, and. We're pretty close to unlocking our next stretch goal. So, I mean, if anybody can go ahead, check that out and, you know, at the very least even share it, you know, um, the the link to it's uh, pretty simple. Um, There it is right there. And I will also go ahead and make sure that I am throwing it into all of the chats. So if anybody is, uh, you know, feeling like they want to contribute or share, um, please uh, definitely feel free to, you know, we, we definitely appreciate it. And, um, I, I mean, we, we've all worked really hard on this, and we're trying to make the best project we can. But anyways, I don't want to talk about me all night, so I'm going to talk about somebody else. Good friend. I've had him on the show quite a few times. I met him. Man, it's been a few years ago now. I mean, it's... Wow, it's, it's actually kind of crazy how fast time flies by. Um, but uh, technically, uh, we're going to go ahead and introduce him as um, the CEO of Cutthroat Comics and Publishing. As well as uh, my, my boss, now I guess you could say, Josh Nealis. Get to work. <laughs> How's it going, buddy?
1: You know, it's going really well. I bet. I've been watching. I've been
2: watching. So, <laughs> as I'm saying, they're just saying it, and people are like, oh, what's he talking about? Why don't you, why don't you tell everybody exactly what is going on right now? What just happened?
1: Well, uh, besides my new book dropping on Valentine's Day, Cocaine Stripper Stronghold, and besides Tales of Shock and Terror on Kickstarter right now going really well, uh, my new comic book, Turkey Sharks Number 2, dropped on Kickstarter at 5.30 today, and it was fully funded in less than 45 minutes.
2: Which is amazing, man. Yep. Dude, that that is killer. I mean, I'm I'm super excited for you for sure. Completely with that, and uh, you know, obviously, I'm you know, I'm a contributor. Uh, I strongly suggest if anybody else can. I mean, check out what he has going on over there. There's there's no reason not to, and you know, to see some of the cool things that he has happening with Turkey Sharks. Uh, I went ahead and I posted a link for Turkey Sharks one and two on there, which. man i mean i'm I'm kind of surprised you brought back turkey sharks one with it but i still think it's a pretty cool idea that's for sure
1: yeah i think that's what uh a lot of people seem to do um you you always throw in the other ones as well right. that way you know if you catch new people they can get caught up um, right like a buddy of mine he, he does a book called immortal era and he, his next kickstarter starts uh next week or something i was talking to him earlier he was the first person to back turkey sharks but uh yeah, he's doing uh, one one through six, you know, and that's just what he's nice. like. So that's kind of what most people seem to do.
2: Right. Uh, David says, order in the court, order in the court. <laughs> uh, obviously, that's a, a reference to the Tales from the Crypt episode we watched. And Sean's joining us, too. Hey, Sean, man. Um, uh, to give Sean a really small shout out real quick, uh, for those who don't know, um, I haven't posted anything yet. And a few people have been contacted. But we are going to be doing another trivia contest uh just to give everybody an idea sean made these little fancy coasters for me and it's a set of six they're all handmade all real wood cork laser engraved through smithson creations i mean dude just killer job but um we're gonna do another trivia contest and he's actually donating a set of six custom coasters for the prize and you get to pick the engraving for them. So if that's something you might be interested in, get a hold of me. Um, sometime later this week, um, well, probably early next week, I'll be making a post about it. But uh, definitely a pretty cool prize and something that you don't get every day. But uh, anyways, man, let, let, let's talk a little bit about this Turkey Sharks, dude. I mean, obviously, it just launched today. Um, uh, not, not only have you been funded... You have already unlocked the first stretch goal as well.
1: I think so, right? I think. Oh the no, first, you did. You did. Yeah, our first stretch goal was at uh, six hundred, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. So on top of having to sign all of my books,
1: the
2: mm-hmm. other sign all your books too. Now, <laughs> yeah. Totally. Oh, okay. and and the one of the things I thought was really funny about this is like our Kickstarter's end one day apart.
1: That's what we were just saying. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know so- how. Shitty! Your hands gonna feel after having to do all that.
1: Yeah, I'll have to watch uh, a couple hours of extra porn every day. That way, I can get it night in, in good Just shape. And, it up. You
2: know, I love it. I do. I do.
1: you to be tired.
2: <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and uh, Sean gives us a thumbs up. You know, yeah. thanks, man. That's greatly appreciated, though. <laughs> so, anyways, um, you know the Turkey Sharks covers. I mean, uh, wow. I mean, you did a really. I, I like. <laughs> how you can see it in the middle if you do that like oh <laughs> um i i i love these covers man um is there anything that you could tell us about these and obviously i'll go ahead and i'll uh, you know pull them up real quick individually yeah, but you know, i mean you you got your your a cover which i'm assuming is more like your your standard one
1: yep that's gonna be the main cover and i you know what i i was thinking about it today is like i love that cover i mean it's just like, if you're walking by my table at a Comic Con or something, how are you not going to like what, you know, stop and be like, what is this?
2: No, I mean, no, it definitely catches your attention. There's right. no arguing that whatsoever, man.
1: Yep. You know, it's, you uh, know. it's, uh, Cristiano knocked it out of the park on that one. And, and I really don't like to change the color of logos and stuff that much. But when he had the original one up there, I was like, nah, let's make that pink, like, like hot pink. And, uh, right
2: he's actually done quite a bit of work with you over the years too. Hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he's done every book, uh, all the interiors, most of the covers. I mean, there's only been a handful of covers he hasn't done. So yeah, that dude's uh super talented.
2: Right. So talking about covers, he hasn't done. Um, this is actually, <laughs> um, we, we were talking earlier. This is actually one of my favorite covers of the new set. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm actually really excited to get this one too. I mean, uh, um, for those who uh, don't know, uh, this is definitely a, a reference to your other cover with Zeebo on there. Yeah. So I mean, it's just a really, really cool thing there, and I, I love that. Can you tell us a little bit about that cover?
1: Uh, so yeah, that's the Tyler J Haddix cover. Actually, he's messaging me right now. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll see if he's going to hop on here. Um, <laughs> well, you know can... what?
2: Let's go ahead and jump back to this one just in case. Okay. Yeah, we, you know, oh, we... We yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not a problem. We'll, we'll see if he decides to come on this one. I mean, wow. Um, talking about taking it back to your childhood.
1: Yeah, this was a great one. Um, I've known Sean Forney for uh, a couple years now, and he he did a short story for me in a book that's not out yet. And, uh oh. Rodney fike is uh, kind of his his tag team partner on things uh, also a very talented artist and uh you know I knew I wanted to get them on a cover and I was talking to Sean and we were trying to figure out you know what what he wanted to do with this and he was like how about how about a wildcats uh, homage and I was like done right as soon as he said <laughs> it I was like yes so I went and I got my little uh, my dry erase board and i kind of drew up just my stick figures of you know which character would work well with with the homage and stuff and this is what we came up with and it's fantastic like i i love it
2: yeah i mean it's a really fun one that's for sure mm-hmm. yeah that, that that's one of those that i think that also really uh really um stick out for you when you go and actually have it sitting out there yep you know, I actually have have a whole that. age group of people that are going to be really interested just because of that cover alone yep.
1: I've got a couple copies of Wildcats number one, and one of the copies I have is the gold uh, store variant of that. Really? Yeah, it's like an incentive cover for stores and stuff. It's pretty cool.
2: That is really cool. Um, And (laughs) um, Heather says, it's my favorite too. Excellent. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, There's some really cool ones there for sure. There, There really is. And we're not even done yet. So you also have the Kickstarter exclusive cover. Yep. What can you tell us about uh, that? Sorry. What can you tell us about this one?
1: So one of the things I like on covers is when uh, it shows a scene that happened in the comic, but the reader didn't get to see it. And that's kind of what this is. There's a a scene where these guys are all together and you can see uh, the guy on the right. There's a little deflated from the conversation they just had. Um, And I wanted to get. Uh, Photo Bomber is the guy on the left, Christian Wright is the guy on the right, and then in the middle is Bubble Bath, and I love his design. That's one of my favorite villains, and we really haven't seen him much yet, but I wanted to get these guys on a cover, and uh, that's what Cristiano came up with, and I was like, well, that's going to be the Kickstarter exclusive cover, so that's That's the only way to get it. it. Once this Kickstarter is over, you'll never get that cover again.
2: And uh, I will be getting mine. I I made sure of that. That's for sure. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll get lucky enough where I'll get them personally
1: hand delivered again. You know what? You probably will. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so no, I get it. I'll I'll save you your own house.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, just come over. We'll do coffee and lunch, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like that idea. It's a lot better for sure. Um, so, I guess before, um, you know, give him a few more minutes, see if he's going to show up, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some of these stretch goals. Because, I mean, unfortunately, I don't have my stretch goals with me from the last one, which I have like the magnet and everything from the last time. Yep. Uh, you you okay. personally know that because you gave it to me. But this time, I mean, you got quite a few new things that you're doing this time. I mean, you're doing the book signing, which is
1: already done.
2: Already, which is awesome. done.
1: already there. On our way to number
2: two. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're getting pretty close already. You're going to do the uh, Turkey Sharks 2 script. Yeah. Which um, I'm kind of excited to, uh, you know, I I know you're going to hit that goal. I'm really excited to see what that one's actually going to look like. Because I know that uh, you didn't do yours the way I did mine. So I'm kind of curious on how your process went. Oh, my
1: scripts are horrible. Like, they're not professional really at all. But it would be funny, even for me. Cause the book's almost done now. It'd be funny for me to even go back and look at the script and be like, Oh, we changed cause we changed the dialogue and stuff as we're kind of going through. Um, <laughs> actually in this one, there was quite a few dialogue changes. So it'd be funny to look at it and go, Oh, that's what it was supposed to be.
2: Right. And
1: that's what people will get. They'll get the original script without the changes. Um, well, that's really cool. And then as we get through, I mean, we got a bunch of magnets here and the, oh, yeah. the Turkey sharks magnet. That's the same one from, uh, the other Kickstarter. I got a bunch left over. I'm gonna get rid of those. Sorry, I'm being cheap. But uh it's okay.
2: Yeah. I added I added free stickers to every order with mine because um I have 900 stickers.
1: Right. It's something <laughs> free. Yeah. But uh these other magnets, Zeebo, Blasphemer, Mark and Ray, those are gonna be funny. And they tie into the book. Um nobody has seen those but myself and Cristiano. It's something he just kind of uh, it was part of the script, and then he kind of went off in his own little tangent and made a bunch of them.
2: Oh, wow. All yeah, anyway. I was going to ask you if there was any way where we can see somewhat of a, a teaser of some of these magnets. But, you know, some things are better left as uh, just uh, being surprised from the, you know, yeah. yeah definitely. Let's, just,
1: let's just say if you like the Ninja Turtles. I do. And you like, how do I want to put this?
2: I really like Ninja Turtles. Yeah.
1: It's it's a Ninja Turtles thing, sort of. It, hmm. uh, you'll see. I'll show you. I'll
2: show hey, you. I, I, oh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. For sure, I, I'm gonna love that. that that's they're, awesome.
1: They're, really, it's, they're gonna be really cool, though. They're Oh,
2: I'm excited to see this. All. I I hope you get all those goals, and uh, you know, well, once again, I mean, I've already thrown. I have thrown the Kickstarter out there. Uh, please check out what he has. Go. Oh, never mind. That's the wrong one. Jeez, here
1: oh my gosh. right right
2: promote
1: your own stuff
2: <laughs> they they both help you
1: <laughs> How dare you promote me in two different ways
2: fair enough fair enough so uh please everyone go check out what he has going on here i mean he's doing such an awesome awesome job with this stuff um nice funny comment so josh you remember a while back when we actually had our first discussion about zebo and what i said to you
1: Mm, uh, refresh my memory. Okay.
2: Well, basically the same thing that's in this comment. <laughs> Zeba was the name of the antagonist in "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" episode. I'm okay. The dark. Okay. I remember. No.
1: I remember you saying that now. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny that somebody not,
2: else I... also noticed it.
1: Wasn't it a clown or something? That yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this yeah. was just the first name that popped in my head when I was coming up with a stupid homeless robot. So. I, I mean, you. You did a
2: really good job with
1: it, that's for sure. He's he's a funny character. You know, it's kind of funny. I was thinking earlier today. I was like, people really like Zebo. And I was like I was like, I'm I'm mad that people like Zebo because I want them to like the other characters, but then I'm like, wait a minute, like I came up with this character. Why am I mad that they like this character? <laughs> it's, right. character. Right. <laughs> it's right. It's,
2: they're still liking something yeah, that you did regarding.
1: It's just like when somebody's like, oh, I like Wolverine over Gambit. It's like, oh, how dare you? But then I'm like, wait, they're both my characters. Why do they like? I I,
2: I can't blame anybody for liking Wolverine over Gambit personally. I love Gambit more. Uh, There's a lot of people that love Gambit. I get it. I do. Um, Maybe it's just more because I never really got super heavily into the X-Men. And I've always been more of like a horror (laughs) comic guy. But either way, either way. So, um doesn't seem like uh, he's going to be showing up anytime soon, at yeah, least. Yeah, he
1: said, he said give him one minute, is what he okay. said. Okay,
2: all right. So I guess we'll go ahead and, um, I guess, uh, talk a little bit more about some of the other things that we're going to be doing for this episode, and we're going to save that conversation about the um, Zeebo cover, at least for the time being. <laughs> so, um, Josh, man, I had you watch an episode of Tales from the Crypt with me. You did. Oh, man. And uh, what an episode. I think this is actually probably one of the better ones of recent time. So I'll go ahead and I'll go through some of the intro stuff, and uh, hopefully you will be here before I get into the meat of it. So with this episode, it is titled House of Horror, based off of the comic book Tales from the Crypt, and it's issue number 21. And, uh, I mean, we got a great cast in it. Um, before I go ahead and get into the cast of it, let's go ahead and introduce... <laughs> Tyler J. Haddix, how's it going, Tyler?
3: What's up, guys? How y'all doing?
2: <laughs> doing great, man. How about yourself? Man,
3: it's uh, it's been a, it's been a heck of a day so far today. So happy oh. to be here.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I bet, I bet, dude. Uh, so uh, I, I guess uh, good to go ahead and kind of jump into things, man. Uh, first off, thank you for making an appearance on here. I mean, greatly appreciate it, That's for sure. I love your work with everything that's, you know, I've been seeing so far for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Now, I do want to go ahead and, uh, you know, we were deciding to wait till you got here, but, you know, I've been asking Josh, basically, you know, some of the ideas and the thought process behind these covers, and we've already went through all of them, except for one. So, I was curious on your thought process and everything that was going on while you were creating (laughs) this, which, don't get me wrong, like I showed earlier, um, of all the covers from the last comic book, I do really like this one quite a bit. And, and I really do like the Zeebo character. So, I mean, it's definitely a personal favorite of mine. Um, you know, I have, obviously, I haven't been able to go through the entire thing. But, I mean, uh, I, I really love everything that, you know, that cover is so far. But, you know, what was going on when you made that? Well, I mean, like, uh, I pitched
3: Josh uh, quite a few ideas uh, with this one. And, you know, just like a couple little, like, thumbnail-y pictures or whatever. Uh, but uh, zebo was one of those characters that just kind of stuck out to me. Uh, and I could have some fun with him. And he happened to be in this issue. So that was kind of a bigger deal, too. Um, <clears throat> there there's a couple other characters I loved, too. Uh, just like the squirrel. Yeah. Like, i don't know just random uh random things that I pick out personally that I like and uh yeah Zeebo kind of stuck out he was like yeah you could do him uh he's awesome but you could do z you could do the zebo cover too I think that one would be cool and i uh, got to get to have i like to i like playing on words and things like that so on his on his uh, uh sign or signs it's got a couple little nerdy phrases there.
2: Uh,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know how clean your show is, but
1: uh, it's, it's, uh, a, <laughs> it's uh, a little yeah, dirty.
2: You, you can basically say anything and everything that you'd like to on this show. I mean, I I, I did an episode where we reviewed Double Dragon and for the background, we had a, a GIF image of uh, Alyssa Milano's ass walking for the entire oh, yeah. hour and a half. Um, there's literally nothing that you can't say or do on here that hasn't been done before. (laughs) Right on. Uh, but yeah. I challenge you, in fact.
3: (laughs) Well, there's there, you know, it was, it was, I don't know, like there's, there's a big inner nerd in me. Um, and uh, a lot of people don't get that, that side of me. So I got to play on that a little bit. Josh just kind of let me run with it. Uh, so is like a homeless robot that's an alcoholic. And uh, my brain takes me to, like, cooking, you know, like, if it got really bad, like, what would you have to do in order to, to continue this process <laughs> along? And uh, so he's got oh, a sign so. that says, uh, use, <laughs> use my input for, or output for input, which I, uh, <laughs> back backdoor play, along with the, uh, the sign of the ground actually has a uh, thing on it that says hardware backdoor compatible instead of uh, backwards compatible. Uh, so, I don't know, I was kind of. Playing around, and he's got some stains and stuff on his face that are uh, suspect. Uh, so, right. I, <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I love it. I also love the um, the, the liquor bottle in the bag.
3: Oh um, well, yeah, that goes with the character
2: hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, that that image is definitely a. It definitely takes up the other Zeebo to like a whole new level. You know. Well, I mean. I mean <laughs> some of the things that like Josh
3: sent me uh awesome uh, snapshots of uh, issue two. I won't try to give anything away. Cause I'd like people to like dive into their own little world with it. But uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't
1: take the, the character too far out of where he was actually at. So no, no, it's not too far. It's not a, it's not a leap I wouldn't no. say. Yeah, there's no scratches here.
2: Well, to be fair, some of these are, you know, some of these images and stuff. I mean, you see this cover, you're like, "Oh, this is going to be just a fun, lighthearted thing." Um Yeah. Josh can write some pretty adult-themed things. So <laughs> it does not <laughs> surprise me in the least bit. I uh I have quite a collection of Josh's work personally and uh I've seen everything from, you know, his happier, lighter side to his darker side. So you know he, he has a vast um a uh, vast amount of genres that he can cover as well as topics oh, you know for sure. But uh, it's um I I'm, I'm excited to see everything man I'm I'm stoked that I like you said I mean you guys like there dude, we go like six hundred and thirty one dollars so far. You are less like what um well your next goal is seven hundred and fifty. So mm-hmm. I mean you you're just getting that fucking like that's amazing dude i mean and what realistically it hasn't even been five hours yet i mean you're just Just barely coming up to five hours right now yep and you're well over i mean congratulations and you know um I, i will also go ahead and point out you know um i i did not get to really see it now um I, I wonder now, Tyler. I don't know if this is something in your possession that you can show, but there was a painting that went up for sale. And oh, yeah. I know, I, I know that was something that kind of like really helped push over a lot of the stuff. And I mean, that was gone like instantly damn near.
1: It was fast, it was like 10, 15 minutes, I think. Like yeah, I was, uh, I was
2: I was kind of
3: shocked. Um, I do have you know, like uh, my own little following and stuff like that that's been super supportive. So right. uh, big shout out to everybody uh, from my crew that that came in to help back the project too. Uh, I was one of the people. I think she knows. Actually, both of us. Right, I'm sure she's met Josh before over at like uh, Monroe Comic Con. I'm not
1: and then, really, like,
3: I'm
1: not really sure, honestly. No? I
3: mean, maybe. Yeah, hey, I remember like um it was one of our mutual followers when we were doing that little OnlyFans adventure that we had going on.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, like when we first met. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Platinum member. Uh, do that I don't even know. I've never been on that site. <laughs> but, but, but fair enough,
3: yeah. Um I don't have that with me at the moment. Um I, I do have I that in right.
2: the Monroe one because that's actually where I met Josh. Yep.
3: Oh, no kidding. Right up. <laughs> Yeah, I've been going there for, I think, uh, the past six years or so. And then uh, this upcoming year, I actually missed out on a sign-up that filled up kind of fast. So,
2: uh,
1: Oh, so
3: wait. I've
2: probably seen you there then.
3: Yeah, last year was kind of a – or last, uh, last uh, appearance yeah. was a little rough.
2: Yeah, I mean, there was a lot going on last year. I didn't <laughs> – fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't able to actually make it last year, but I made it the last few
1: before that. We might be able to get you there for like a signing or something on uh, on one of the days for a couple hours or something if you want. Swing I'm all or, down for that, man. Signing or something. Participate think, in a different capacity. Yeah, I think Davey's going to be at that one, doing signing his books that we'll have, and, and have you yeah. swing by too if you want.
2: Yeah. And in fact, That's I was going to tell you earlier. Go ahead and let Gary know that I'll, I'll you know, I'll be there too. <laughs> yeah 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 i'll I'll definitely go ahead and be there with that but um you know so uh anyways i mean we we've um obviously we'll touch the kickstarter a little bit more at the end now correct me if i'm wrong tyler but uh i was kind of informed that you might have actually watched this episode as well
3: oh yeah oh yeah i checked it out it's been forever since i've seen tales from the crypt man so i just kind of had to dive in and and to be (laughs) honest I mean, just first an initial thing, I'm like, wow, the acting on this is actually spectacular.
2: Well, you know, um, well, Big I'm going I'm to go ahead and get into it then, you know, right away. But like, yeah, it, the, the acting, acting in this one is good. I mean, first off, we got it being directed by Bob Gale in this episode, and um, for those who don't know, uh, Interstate 60, he wrote Back to the Future, all the Back to the Future movies. I mean. He, he's a pretty big deal, you know. He did the story for Bordello of Blood. He wrote quite a bit of, um, you know, um, the the TV show Back to the Future. I mean, Back to the Future is like his main thing, realistically. But um, let's be honest, that's probably one of the greatest films ever written. Um, then, uh, on top of just having him in this, I mean, we got a great cast as too a cast as well. We have Keith Coogan, Michael Deleuze. Uh Courtney Gaines, Brian Cross, uh Will Wheaton, Jason Landon. Um <laughs> a hell of a fucking cast for a Tales from the Crypt episode.
1: Kevin Dillon was what got me. I love Kel- Kevin Dillon. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big entourage fan. So when I saw that, I was like, Oh, I'm in.
2: Yeah, see, and and this is where my inner nerds get a show. Uh once I saw Will Wheaton in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, whatever, to their own to their own, I, I've actually never seen Entourage, to be honest with you
1: Oh, it's a good show, man, it's like Sex and the City But for guys
2: Yeah, I I, I, I Typically just watch <laughs> scary stuff You know it, it, Usually there has to be something really Fucked up in it for me to watch it
1: It's a good show, man I, you know, know. I
2: might have to check it out, I might have to You know, I, I've been trying to broaden my, um, my viewings To say the least, and you know, a, uh, a couple yeah, you really
3: sold it with that Sex in the City part.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I heard that's a really good show.
1: I've seen, I think I watched like the first season of that because my mom had it on DVD. And that's when I was like really poor. I didn't have cable. So I was like, I guess I'll watch this. I was like, Mom, I'm borrowing <laughs> this.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Well, I've, it uh, wasn't I've,
1: horrible, but whatever. I mean, there's naked I've, girls in it and stuff sometimes. So, I mean, that helps. Yeah.
2: Well, you know that's that's one of the reasons that I got personally into Tales from the Crypt because I mean sometimes there's naked girls yeah. in there too, but um, anyways to go ahead and give the basic idea of the story, we have a group of pledges in a college um, fraternity, and um, they're basically going through hell. You know we got the 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 guy doing the pledges and everything is, you know making people clean up dog shit and kisses shoe that had dog shit on it. i mean some pretty nasty things but um eventually it gets to the point where the sorority house is kind of like wanting to um have like a partnership with this fraternity and it ends up leading them to where they're doing like a pledge challenge and for this challenge they're going through this haunted house and they have a whole made up backstory to it and um as they're going through this um you know, crazy kind of shit just starts to happen. You know, you see a guy with an axe going through and, you know, they kind of give off the impression that some of these pledges are being murdered as they're going up the, you know, the steps and everything. And then by the time we get to the last one, we realize that this, you know, the reason this is happening is because one of the old pledges that got harassed and did not end up, you know, made their wall of shame, if you will, was basically letting people, you know, making sure that they weren't saying anything and acting like they weren't getting to the top and just scaring the shit out of everybody. And as, um, you know, after you see this happen and everything, you know, we get that pledge guy going right back up to the attic to actually go and collect these people. And as he does, the sorority house is there and um, they're actually um, uh, <laughs> they're a bunch of ghouls. And they were eating (laughs) the people and they throw his head down and it basically ends the episode, which is pretty good. (laughs) You know, um, I will say though, uh, I like to do a comic book comparison and I don't go like super into detail. I literally just do a comparison of the differences between the actual issue and the uh, comic book itself. And uh, with this one right here, I mean, realistically there wasn't like a, huge amount about this one that was like too different like you know i say that but there were some pretty big differences to be honest so the main plot of like a fraternity house and a haunted house i think was there but there was no sorority involved whatsoever so there were no girls there were no ghouls none of that happened um and instead of starting out in the beginning where like the pledges are kind of like going through a bunch of bullshit None of that happened either. Like This this, this is based off of a six-page comic story that starts with them going to this haunted house. Um, And basically what ends up happening is when they go into this house, two of the Pledges ended up disappearing. And nobody knows what happened to them. And by the time the third guy goes up there, um, they end up running in there and trying to figure out what's going on. And the third one has aged dramatically. His hair's turned white. And he's kind of went insane and they don't know what happened. They can't find the other two people. And a week after the incident, they decide to go ahead and burn down the haunted house. And that's literally it. So House of Horror on a comic book format is way more basic and straight to the point. There's there's no ghouls. It's just literally about a haunted house. And... You know, I guess well, well, you know, when we get into our thoughts about the episode or whatever, we can talk about it a little bit more. But personally, I think it was done better with the comic book with having it being so mysterious around the aspect. And, you know, that's one thing about horror that I like in general is how you don't have to go into full detail about why something happened. And it kind of amplifies the creepy factor of that. But um oh, yeah. You know, uh, anyways, um, uh, <laughs> David's chiming in quite a bit. And uh, yes, the, the Crypt Keepers outfits for this were great, doing like the whole judge type thing, even though it really didn't fit in. You know, it was like they were kind of like really stretching for what to do with the Crypt Keeper segments in this one. And uh, yeah, Kevin Dillon was in two remakes. He was in the Blob and Poseidon Adventures. Um, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah He's talking about the comic book has like a slasher theme Which kind of in a way Kind of more of like a Texas Chainsaw type slasher theme But yeah, for sure And that's only the cover of the comic That was actually used for the um, episode That's not the cover of the comic itself um, And yeah, they did do like the whole um, Reference to Animal House With the name of it being Delta Omega Alpha which is, you know, also interesting anyway. But anyways, I I am curious on what everyone thought about this. And, uh, you know, Tyler, this is your first time on, man. So uh, I will let you know that we do a grading thing on there, one through 10, 10 being the best. Um, You know, we'll let Josh lead off. He's been on a few times. So what what did you think about this one, man?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, it was all right. Uh, I've actually forgotten which episodes I've watched now since I've been on your show a handful of times. I remember, like, the first one.
2: Stop! Stop putting out comic books so often. I'm where sorry. you're promoting all the time. <laughs> it's your own fault. No, yeah, I remember what the other ones
1: I've watched is. Um, yeah, I, I like Will Wheaton and and Kevin Dillon, and uh, I think the guy from Charmed was one of the guys, wasn't he? Um,
2: I'm not sure I, who. Was I on think Char-
1: the other guy, one of the other guys, was was on Charmed, I believe. Um,
2: um not sure. Was it Jason Landon? I don't, know. Turn?
1: I, don't know. I don't know his name. He does cons and shit all the time. But
2: a lot of these people uh, do cons.
1: Yeah, the story was fine. You know, you're always looking for that little twist, and uh, it's uh, I just I love Kevin Dillon, so I was I was totally on board the whole time. Um, and if if you've never seen No Escape, which he's in with Ray Liotta, that's one of the most underrated movies of all time. I think yeah. that movie's fantastic um yeah it was fun i mean it was light you know i think the the very first one you had me watch was that one where the guy like fakes his death or something and and gets a nose job or something
2: um I'm there's a couple where he fakes his death yeah is it the one that arnold did where he's like changing like his whole body slowly
1: I feel like Joe Pantoliano was in it or something. Oh, that, that doesn't
2: help. Joey Pants did like seven yeah. episodes. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this one was a little more light-hearted. had had some blue tones to it, which I thought was. It seemed felt like the whole episode kind of had some blue tones to it. So that was, was all yeah, right. Definitely did. Uh, was was the other was one of the pledges. Was that Kenny from uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead?
2: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and And just so you know Meredith, uh, Salinger, who plays Mona, mm-hmm. um that's the uh, female cop from Lake
1: Placid, if you uh, recognized her as well. no, I, I did not recognize her. I've seen that movie uh, like once I think. It's all right.
2: I've seen Lake Placid so many times. I just assume everybody else has also watched it like twenty, thirty times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, no, no. anyways, go ahead, man. We're, like where where would you put this one as far as like a rating scale?
1: I might give it like a 5 or a 6, probably. That's fair.
2: That's fair. Uh, I will say that IMBD actually rates this as probably one of the higher rated episodes. That's Tales from the Crypt. This one got a 7.3, hmm. which is interesting. Um, Tyler, man, what, what did you think about this episode, man? I, I
3: don't know. The IMBD rating is about where I was going to put it. I was going to put it about a 7. Uh, What really ruins it for me about most Tales of the Crypt episode is the plot twist at the end. Right. Right. Uh, some of them like, okay, there's a lot of creativity and stuff that goes behind it. And I can always uh, appreciate those, those creative processes. But for this one, I don't know. It was kind of like a surprise because it's not what I was expecting. Right. Right. It wasn't who I was expecting to be like the twist, but then they, they, that's where like the acting really busted it for me. Cause the, um, a we lot to ruin the episode.
2: Uh, yeah, I feel that you know what, this episode came out in um 93. Um, like they should have watched it in the last 29 years. Like, at this point, it's your own fault. Okay, fair, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. All right, so so the ladies at the end, their acting kind of busted it for me. They're like trying to be like this extra creepy, and I just didn't read it like that, even though like what they were doing obviously was um shocking, if you will uh but uh but yeah so the ending kind of busted it for me up until that actually was into it for like what it was i had never seen that episode before and it completely kicked in some nostalgia factors and stuff for me so maybe now i could appreciate it more than i would have at that time so I, I, i definitely dug into it man i like i said i haven't watched tales from the Crypt since i was I don't know, twelve or thirteen, man. It scared the shit out of me too. Like when I was watching it late at night by myself in the basement, and like I don't know, just got like the hairs on my neck racing up. And like now when I watch the stuff, I'm like, man, that's funny.
2: Yeah, it definitely <laughs> has a, a cheesy factor to it, and it, it, it's yeah. You know, it you know, I it. was actually going to ask you, you know, what you know, wh- where did you get your start watching it? So obviously, it was sneaking and watching it, but yeah, yeah. It's yeah, most it's of the it's stuff. Cool. I mean, that
3: and porn, it was one or the other.
2: <laughs>
3: Fair enough. Never never really changed, but I haven't seen Tales right. of the Crypt in like 29 years, if that makes any sense to you. Right,
2: and you never saw <laughs> that <before. laughs> The twist doesn't bother you in that either, though.
3: <laughs> oh, no, man. They can't catch me off guard right with that. I'm like, yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's weird because the ending of porn never really has a twist. It's always kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you kind of know what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> All of a sudden he said it's like, a really good idea like, I'm done guys. Right. <laughs>
2: now <laughs> you you said you'd uh you'd give this episode around a seven you said
3: yeah actually like i I genuinely enjoyed it mm-hmm. um the there's a lot of like the scripting and stuff that just kind of seemed to flow really really well too and like I've seen some really horrible acting. With Tales from the Crypt even episodes And uh, this was one of them for me Like I could see why these guys Went somewhere else after the fact
2: Well I mean <laughs> When you look at the uh, Like the actual people behind Tales from the Crypt Cause like you know um, First off uh, The producers for Tales from the Crypt were Gilbert Al- uh, Gilbert Adler uh, Alexander Collette Richard Donner David Giller Walter Hill ale cats joel silver robert zemeckis scott um, um nimmerfro i mean realistically um anybody who was anybody who made anything that was worth a fuck from like the mid 70s to like the 2000s they were producers from this show so you know if if you did something here you basically were going to be doing it for scale to begin with which i you know, when I did Timothy Stacks on, that's what he said. He got paid. And, you know, Timothy Stacks has done quite a bit of acting. So if he's getting scale, you know, I'm basically pretty sure that's, you know, how I ran across for most of that. But you got the opportunity to work with these great producers. And basically, they were going to help further your career. I mean, they made every huge movie back in the day. You know, everything from Superman to fucking Goonies. Right on. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 they it was amazing. Um, with this episode, personally, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to actually agree with you, Tyler. I, I'm gonna have to give this like a solid seven.
1: Yeah, screw um, you, Jeff. Sorry. Well, I mean, it <laughs> I won't argue with that. like
2: like I I watch a lot of these episodes, and you know, I I kind of try to rate them against other episodes and where it is, because like I can't really go and take a Tales from the Crypt episode and kind of rate it against you know like the original Texas Chainsaw or something like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, they're on like a whole different kind of scale. But I, as far as Tales from the Crypt goes, I feel like this is a solid seven. I mean, we got a great cast. We got great special effects. Um, which, uh, I mean, the special effects makeup for like the skulls and the blood and everything. That was um, Todd Masters, who, I mean, that dude's done a killer job with everything that he's ever done. And I, I absolutely love his work. Um, he was the guy that did like the new child's play. Um, he, he's done actually what slither was one of his other ones that was really cool um
1: the one it, that james the james Gunn slither
2: uh he, the one with the monsters and stuff and it was yeah, like didn't, a, didn't james gun was that, that james gun write it or something i thought yeah,
1: he had yeah. something about that.
2: I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wrote it james Gunn wrote a lot of things that you would never kind of guess that he was the one behind it writing because like, i'm pretty sure he was the one that wrote the dawn of the dead remake and even though I really dislike Zack Snyder's directing, when James Gunn does in any of his stuff, I mean it's good. Ron says, "Yeah, he directed Slither." Okay, yeah. Ron would do. Ron, Ron would know. That's for sure.
1: That's where. That's where him and Rooker, Michael Rooker, are friends from. And that's why he's in everything that James Gunn does, basically.
2: Right, makes sense. Definitely, um, but you know, I mean, th- this episode's all—it's a lot of fun. I. I will say I, I do really like the mysteriousness of the comic book and kind of like not really giving everything away and kind of like showing the ghouls because the ghouls and the girls in there, I mean, it was kind of lacking. It, the the, me- the makeup that they use for the ghouls, I mean, it wasn't as good as some of the stuff that they've already done before. Um, I wasn't really too impressed with that. Um, you know, kind of agreeing with what Tyler said with that. Um, I think if they kind of just like would have had it just been a little bit more mysterious and kind of had just like everyone just kind of going insane and people just disappearing and never being there again, I think it would have had like a, a different dynamic to the episode. And it probably would have ended up being a bit scarier. Um, I can see why they kind of shifted away from that, because at this point with Tales from the Crypt, you know, they had to have that cheesy kind of vibe too to get people to laugh as well, but overall i think seven's fair for this one it was a fun one it was a, it was a good episode you know i can't complain it's no lower birth but it's still pretty good i've seen way worse that's for sure mm-hmm. um anyways dude i, I want to first off thank both of you you know especially tyler i mean um this was kind of a last minute thing to have you jump on with us today and everything and i will say yeah sorry
1: yeah I, uh, I
3: like brain farted. i took a nap because i was uh blasted from my nine to five and uh
2: no, yeah, like, 1030,
3: it's 10 30 and i'll just cover with josh's 10 o'clock
2: No, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you, you, you are completely fine i mean um i i you know i do want to say thank you to both of you i mean it's it's amazing to be able to have both of you on here and be able to talk about everything um josh i mean obviously i love having you on man i you're you're a great friend you're a good guy um now anyways uh before i go ahead and uh start wrapping this up though I am going to go ahead and uh, share the Kickstarter one more time. And um, why don't you tell everybody, um, like uh, Tyler first, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you and follow you at?
3: Oh, um, Pissed Off, or P-Y-S-T-O-F-F. That's on Facebook and Instagram. Those are my art pages. Um, So, Instagram.com slash Pissed Off, and then Facebook.com backslash Pissed Off. Both of those will take it to my art pages. I'm Tyler J on Facebook because my uh, my current nine to five has like a no social media policy thing going on, so it's a way to kind of disguise and hide from them, so to speak. I get it because like, I, I have it. deniability, if you will. Uh, no,
2: I, 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 not I, that's I a
3: big deal, but I can't associate with yeah. them and that kind of stuff. So that's fine. And I love my job, so. Uh, But yeah, that's where you could find me on the art pages. They could follow on there. They could friend request me. I think I only got like 1,500 friends. I think I got 3,500 or something like that to go before they shut. Stop letting me have people. I think you can have like 5K in friends. If you're really that interested in who I am or what I do and that kind of stuff on just a regular basis, cool. Shoot me a friend request them all for it. what was the other question you had for me? Oh, oh, there was one something. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to say about that that specific cover that I did for Josh on this one. Uh, so it's Turkey Sharks too, um, and this is my uh, first oil painted cover. Uh, yeah. I just got into oils, maybe what was it, about maybe a four weeks now. And uh, normally I would do it all acrylic, so I gave you it have, a nice smooth uh, so transition.
2: You've been only doing that for four weeks, and that's the cover he got. <laughs> For the oil painting,
3: I'm already—I've already been painting. I've been an artist my whole life, man. So yeah,
2: but I mean, still though, I mean uh, that's that's impressive.
1: So yeah, whoever gets that original art, man, they can say, you know, two hundred years from now they pass it down to their grandkids and stuff. Like this is (laughs) my very first ever oil painting.
3: (laughs) We'll see if they get the jokes at that time. I think technology might change,
1: and maybe they
3: they
2: don't have inputs and outputs everything oh come on come on
1: there's
2: uh, (laughs) there's always gonna be hooker references and everything in the world i mean (laughs) we could take it back like thousand years and there's still hooker references so like we'll see this one is going anywhere this
3: this one is the first uh dick pickable remark uh book that i've ever put out there too so like normally i hide like little uh little penis images inside uh like special commission books that they have me do where they have me remark them and stuff. (laughs) I've been waiting for CGC or CBCS to pick up on that and say, Hey, there's a hidden penis on page three. But uh, so far they haven't given me the shout out with the interior remark. Maybe it's in the note comment.
2: Were you just like really, really influenced by Geiger? I'm not familiar with this this Who's Geiger? A lot of dicks.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's the guy that created some of the stuff for like um like the alien designs and then um like, Yeah, no, i was just playing around, man. Oh, okay. Real. <laughs> right. No, not
3: not not an influence. I think more of my influence was like super bad, man. Like very okay. Fair just... <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I've had that same kind of fascination, man. I really related with that character.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey hey it's still funny i now, now i feel the need to like go through and try to find more of your work and just look for dicks you're yeah. gonna have to
3: actually like pick up like one of the graded books and open it I, like about 95 percent of them have dicks on the inside really yeah, because they're graded, so like they'll never open them. Yeah. But I want CGC to like be like, "Hey, Dick on page three in the notes, you
2: know, on the like uh, greater notes."
3: That'd be funny. <laughs> I, I I like the
2: idea of it. I like the idea that you just haven't even like nobody's even noticed it yet. Like, like <laughs> it, it's
3: kind of getting to me. There's a couple of people have some raw copies of where if they open them up, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck."
2: But uh, I apparently like nobody's read those books. Like a message party. to CGC and be like, "Hey, yeah, I don't think you're even reading these damn things." <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to check every page. I thought, right? I love, that. I love at least,
3: that. At least count them to make sure they're there. I'm just gonna start right, drawing the dicks right on the
1: numbers. Yeah.
2: Right, right at the end, just have a random number sitting to the side, and that random number is how many dicks are throughout the whole book.
0: <laughs>
2: you know, don't even say what the number's for. It's just that's how many dicks are in the book right on the back of it right yeah you know (laughs) like your social media followers know so it could be like where's waldo but we look for as many dicks as we can find in (laughs) their book i love it i love it
3: (laughs) you're improving my process i appreciate that a lot
2: (laughs) no problem i mean (laughs) if somebody's gonna put dicks in books i mean like i'm all about trying to help them out yeah (laughs) in fact i've been trying to talk uh our buddy rod who's the one that uh Said James Gunn should drag Slither. I, I really want him to be able to do like a tuck dance video for the Kickstarter. So like, if somebody donates, you know, like four or five hundred bucks, you get a video of Ron doing the tuck dance from, you know, like Buffalo Bill You know, tuck his dick in, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He he refuses, and in fact, he's actually commented more than once about how he does not appreciate me trying to sell his dick live on the air.
3: But... Well, I mean, it wouldn't be showing unless he like tuck tail and turn around or something.
2: Right, right. So, Ron, if you're still listening, it's not showing unless you turn around. (laughs) Oh, God, he's going to get pissed off at me. I'm going to get a message later, I'm sure.
3: (laughs) I backed this idea 100%. I'm going to give him a shout out on my page real quick.
2: (laughs) It's too big to do the tuck dance, and you should know that, baby. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Oh, God. I World think you still do it. I think you still do it. Yeah, like,
3: how do you put a leg completely behind another leg? It just don't, doesn't work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I say go for it still. Or if at the very least, start an OnlyFans account and donate half your proceeds to the comic book. So Yeah, yeah. That's, that's funny. It's on me and
3: Josh. Josh, Matt, he actually hit me out because he was watching my OnlyFans. Uh, and, like, after you subscribe to somebody you can actually send them messages and stuff requesting special things or whatever. And I mean, I wasn't doing anything like super risque or anything. It was like some really high quality art, just
1: me naked. And, uh, it was, it was like the rocker, except you were, <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm completely screwed. Robin. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: oh, that's fine. See, if I were you, I would have took it a little bit more weird. I would have been like, yeah, you got a hold of me. And he really liked in my, you know, all my sounding videos. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> really mess with everybody? But, you
1: know,
3: yeah, I was gonna take it really far, but I'm like, wait a minute, what if somebody cuts out right in the middle of that?
2: No. Nah. No, I I don't know. I think I probably took it farther than you would have thought of taking it right away. <laughs> so, it's okay. That's okay. I was talking about D remarks and stuff, so it's cool. I, I'm I'm down with anything.
3: It's, it's it's not really a great marketing strategy though, because most people don't want those. Mm. I don't I don't get it. They might. Like if Clayton Crane was doing like a, a D signature, I'd be like, mm-hmm, Yeah. Right. All my books, bro. Here you go. And I'd pay that 60 80 bucks for that sig.
1: Yeah.
2: I've <laughs> noticed that most people don't really know what they want until they have it. So it's better wrong. to choose what they want.
3: Yeah, I tell women that all the
2: time. <laughs> Are you married? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um anyways Josh dude uh, obviously I know that everyone can find you at CutthroatComics.com. um I mean you yeah it's, I mean tell everybody where they can find you I mean you and you know everybody if you're also listening to this on the podcast forum when it comes out on podcast all these links are going to be available on um, in the show notes and uh you know so uh Tyler Josh uh, Josh I already have yours but Tyler I'll add you on Facebook so you can send those over to me as well right that sounds and, good me. But uh where can everyone find you and um you know if there's anything else that you want to add about the Kickstarter or anything that else that you are working on?
1: Uh yeah, I mean Tales of Shock and Terror is still going. We all know about that. Um uh, I wasn't
2: gonna promote myself, but thank well, you. <laughs> I, I,
1: I wanna see that campaign hit a thousand dollars. That's that's my goal for you guys. I'd love to see that. That would make me very happy. Um, then, of course, mm-hmm. Turkey Sharks 1 and 2. You guys missed out on Tyler's original art. Somebody snatched that up quick as shit. And, uh, that I pin- wish
2: we could have seen it. Do you, yeah. Have you shipped it out yet?
1: Oh, no, no, no. no. I,
2: I have the OA still. I just don't have it with me.
1: Yeah,
3: no. It's drying. it's oil. So, like, in order to make sure I can meet that uh requirement and everything, I'm going to have to seal it. Fair enough, fair enough. So I gotta get it, make sure that the, the thing is dry all the way through before I can put a sealer on or else it'll bubble.
2: Do you guys plan on at least posting a picture of it before you send it out? Just curious. Yeah, I can do that,
3: dude. Okay. I kind of showed a couple people on my live stream yesterday just little blips of it. I wasn't trying to do the whole on.
2: Right. Well uh, now, thing. now the fact that it's actually sold, like I'm just curious to see what it is.
3: It's what the image on the comic
2: book, it's, it's almost
3: exactly like that. Okay. The colors were tweaked and stuff uh, just to enhance those things because you don't always get the, uh, like the saturations there, but you don't always get the highlight the way you want it to without modifying it slightly. So it is slightly tweaked for uh, saturation purposes, like color, like, I don't know, just to make the colors pop a little bit more.
2: Pretty cool. But yeah. I'll
3: send that. you the link to or I'll send you the
2: actual image of it too. Oh, thank you. And uh just so you know, um, Ron says Neil Adams signature is a dick signature because Neil Adams is a dick.
3: So, yeah, I mean same <laughs> could be say, said instead of a few people out there, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: more than likely. Uh anyway, Josh, go ahead and continue. I'm sorry about that, buddy.
1: <laughs> oh, uh so it's only <laughs> <the> fans, P Y S T O F F fans that off. Uh, only fans cutthroat comics, probably. I may have to go get that actually. Make Is sure. that all
2: the sounding videos?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's a sounding video, dude? Yeah.
2: You got me with this one, I'm not familiar. Is
1: that, like, oh, god, faces or something, huh? Is that like farting in people's faces and like no,
2: no, no, no? All right, first off, um, I learned about it because of a radio station I listen to here. Um, you guys are Michigan people, Toledo people, uh, Dave and Chuck the Freak. Oh, but, yeah. Um, Ah, uh, sounding is like these uh kind of like you know how people have gauged ears and they have like those tapered things that they put in to kind of like stretched out. Yeah. The sounding would kind of be similar, but they're long rods and you're shoving them in your dick hole. Oh <laughs> like a tuning fork. <laughs> nice. You're basically without two prongs, just one. But yeah. yeah. So your urethra stretcher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> I love the fact that I had to explain
1: that on the air. <laughs>
2: oh god
3: bring out the best of know, people
1: I, I would want to do that i don't think aside from the pain but that just it,
3: wait try it, it out for me real quick let me know how it goes dude yeah
1: yeah yeah like when you pee it would just like fall out like a
2: like a like a little waterfall yeah, like how awesome would that be to, to make the event
3: of peeing just like a quick partial <laughs> second
1: it's called right.
2: and it's done yeah <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and Ron says sounds fun like to me parting in people's faces it's called pulling a jack. oh nice <laughs> it's, it's definitely a reference to somebody Ron and I know who uh...
1: holy crap <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> anyways Josh
1: uh i mean yeah your only fans yeah cutthroat comics i mean just google cutthroat comics and whatever pops up just follow it i mean that's not the
3: first one though the second the second one right yeah the second one
2: yeah the second
1: one trying to get the tiktok going i've been trying to get that thing popping off so if you want to follow me on tiktok that'd be cool i guess
2: right and i mean you know obviously yeah the your, your TikTok is actually pretty cool. I mean, you, you 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 do quite a bit on there. I follow you on basically all formats.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to do different things on. You know, I don't just talk about comics on on any of my my pages and stuff. So, you know, I talk um, about relationships a lot because that's I'm I'm a writer. I'm interested in relationships, so I talk about that and really whatever else nerd shit
2: right no I mean you have quite a bit that you're doing quite a bit that you're going on and you know um, i will say that one of the things that i can personally add to this is to check out his website which i've posted everywhere uh, com slash comics um go there check out his shop i mean josh has a huge selection of stuff on there and uh even if you don't even have like a lot of money per se and you still want to get a large amount of shit i mean Josh has, um, you're still doing the uh, um, the flash drives, correct?
1: Yeah, got some of those.
2: Right. Well I, I noticed that I'm not, I wasn't seeing those on your actual. Oh, there they are. They're so, in the store. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for like what, you got thirty and a fifty dollar pack there? Yeah, I
1: think it's thirty bucks gets you all the novels or all the comics, and I think fifty bucks gets you like literally everything I've written, which is. Like twenty things. I mean, that's a frigging deal. It's all PDFs, but that's a deal. I mean, that's hours and hours and hours of reading and pictures. Oh and, yeah,
2: you know, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I, I mean, it's actually so, all. It, it's a lot, you know, from somebody who actually like, like I don't have every novel. I have probably eighty percent of your novels.
1: Yeah, Mark, I don't know which ones you don't have. You've got most of them. You don't have uh, both of you the trouble. I know that because that's brand no. new.
2: I, I, I do not have that one yet, okay. yet, yet, uh, I, to be fair, um, I have been buying a lot of stuff to prepare for, Tales mm-hmm. of shock and terror. I mean, long boxes, bags, boards, Gemini box, you you know how it is. Oh yeah. So I've, I've been, you know, yeah, a little short on funds at the moment, but you know, I, I do have every comic book. I can guarantee that one, which, yeah, I do have those, um. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, his work's awesome. I mean, go check it out there. I mean, the, the digital stuff is, you know, pretty cool. Um, obviously, if you're a fan of, you know, comic books, you're going to really like to have some of the stuff that's, you know, like original print there. And, I mean, Josh is just fucking killing it. It's worth checking out, you know. Um, I can't really speak for uh, Cocaine Stripper Stronghold, but I can say that Hellscape was actually a really fun read. I actually really did like that one. Oh, good. Um,
1: that might be the next thing I write is the sequel. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the next thing I'm going to do is.
2: Really? Like, I, 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 well, yeah, I mean, you know me personally. I'm obviously more attracted to like the darker side of stuff. So, yeah, well, Coca
1: you know, Stripper Stronghold is definitely horror. So, if, if most of your fans are probably horror people, that's, that's going to be the one. It's very gross. Um, there's like zombie sex and all kinds of like gore and maiming. It
2: reminds and, me of Bob's Burgers with, tina's fan fiction or friend fiction stuff that she did with the zombies and
1: yeah it's uh their their shit if somebody else has written anything like that i would be pretty fucking surprised it's 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 pretty pretty messed up that's for sure i
2: I, I you well you know i'm gonna get it it's just you know a matter yeah. of time i i will end up with that i'm sure of that but uh anyways i, I definitely want to thank both of you for coming on um, hey, thanks you know, for having us, man. That's awesome. Oh, for sure. And uh, please, everyone, uh, support, you know, indie artists, indie comic book artists, uh indie authors. I mean, uh, without people supporting it and kind of helping these projects come out, I mean, they did—they wouldn't come out that, that simple, you know. I, I will say, you know, first off with Josh's, like, I, I'm, I'm 100% not really surprised personally that his is actually doing as good as it is. You know, I mean, he's getting really close to his next stretch goal cool already. Um, but I will, I am more surprised, definitely, with um, the other book that's coming out through um, Cutthroat, the Tales of Shock and Terror. Um, that's a first time due for most of us involved, minus Josh, and that's like over two hundred percent funded. So um, I definitely want to say thank you to everybody and thank you to everyone who's been following everything that's going on with Cutthroat Comics. I mean. Um, it, 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 it's fucking amazing. And, you know, Josh, I mean, I, I've told you this many times, but, um, you know, speaking for, you know, this whole group, uh, collectively, thank you for, you know, pointing us in the right direction and, uh, you know, pretty much, uh, picking us up and taking us along for the ride too with you.
1: Yeah. It's a fun ride. And, you know, right. just like I told you the other day, man, it's cool that, uh, other people get to see what artists like myself and and Tyler put into this shit cuz it's not you know you don't just poof the shit just doesn't fucking appear i mean no. you have to make, <laughs> you have to put in the time and, oh uh, yeah yeah
2: I, I i told you i was ready to do it and i was dedicated yeah. i you know
1: I, yeah you guys are doing great i'm proud of you guys i think it's 250 p- 52% funded is what right. you said last i saw and that's awesome <laughs>
2: Yeah, for sure. I, we would do a lot better if Ron would share it every single day and get like fifteen more sales for us. And she is if, gonna uh, fucking <laughs> <laughs> gonna
1: use a mail bomb. <laughs> uh,
2: I love it. I love it. But uh thank you guys so much. Um. Anyways, you I'm gonna right wrap right. this up. Um. If you guys have to go, I understand. If not, feel free to just sit there as soon as we get done. But. uh Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks, everyone, for checking us out. Next week, we are going to be having um, a few people on. We're going to be talking about some indie shorts and talking about an upcoming project done by Jason Pitts. So uh, check out what we're doing on 2G1C next week. It's going to be interesting. And with that being said, the crypt is closed. <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening,
0: kiddies. You're all a
1: scream.
0: <laughs> it's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com. That's JoinMIDI.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer
1: solitaire, huh?
3: Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No by plus conditions website for details.